Welcome to the Money Over 50 podcast, brought to you by Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue from Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. This information is general in nature and does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Therefore, you should consider whether the information is appropriate for you and your personal circumstances. If you require personal advice, please contact Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. Here are your hosts, Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. Welcome to Money Over 50. Today's topic, Michael, is one of yours. It's called Rationality Under Uncertainty. I've got no idea what we're about to talk about, so please share it with me. Thanks, Dale. So we're recording this podcast mid-calendar year 2022. And, um, of course, the if you're listening to this way in the future, the things that were going on at this point in time uh, were, uh, of course, the, the Russian invasion of Ukraine. the Ukraine. Uh, it's ongoing at the moment. Yeah. Uh, the potential for China yeah. to yeah. invade Taiwan. Yeah. Uh, inflation that yeah. is that has spiked, rampant. running yeah. really really hot, significantly spiked up. Uh, the ongoing effects of of COVID nineteen, of yeah. course, as well. Yep. Yeah. So people people say to me, it's a term that I hear a lot, and I've heard a lot over the last twenty years, and it's and it's all oh, that you know. These are uncertain times. Yeah. yeah. And and I laugh. <laughs> And people say, what are, you, what are you laughing at? And I say, we've seen all of this before. Yeah. The world has seen this before. And every every year there is something that's yeah. that's uncertain. No one no one ever sits there and goes, geez, these are certain times, aren't they? Just yeah. everything's boring. Nothing's new. Like nothing's different. It's all the same. It just does not happen. <laughs> and, and the comment almost has a question in it. And the question is, I believe, is... These are uncertain times. Should we be doing anything about it? Should we be changing our investment policy? Yeah. Should we be? And some people come out and say that. Yes. Yeah. But should we get out? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and get back in when it when it when it when things when settle things down. settle down. But yeah. but 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 more often than not, people just are just make the statement. These are uncertain times. Yeah. And in that is an implied question, and the and the implied question is, from my experience. Hey, is there anything we, we can do? Is there anything yeah. that you can do about this? Is there anything that these companies should be doing about this? Is there anything that um, should we be out of some of these companies into other companies? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I I want to talk today about the great companies of Australia and the rest of the world. I think people see them as static beings sometimes yeah. uh, in in terms of. Uh, yeah, they're, they're a bank, or they're uh, yeah a manufacturer, or they're yeah whatever they are. Yeah. <clears throat> what companies do a really really good job, and they do this far quicker than governments, mm. is they take all this data yep. of what's happening, and and they reallocate capital all the time. So quickly. So yep. quickly. Yeah. They make a they pivot. Um, if that product line or that service or whatever yeah. that is is dying, yeah. they they sell out of that, yeah. get what they can for it, yeah. pivot into something else. Um, they buy a competitor, yeah, yeah. They they they're, they're reallocating money all the time. So so there's no worry for me about being invested into the great quality companies of Australia and the world. That, that they do it for you. There is a CEO and a board yeah. and a all the people that work there. C suite of executives yeah. everywhere and the staff yeah. and an R and D department yeah. and a sales department and marketing. Yeah. You know, all those types of things. Quality control. Yeah. They they 
they're they're doing that with all of the data that's being presented to them all the yeah. time. Yeah, that's. I mean, I can't remember now what the we've discussed this on a, on a recent podcast about. You can't. What I find interesting is um, when it comes to companies where people hold what they actually are is two conflicting views, but people don't see it as. They go, these big, big greedy corporations, all they care about is making money. Mm. And then on the other hand, they say, these big, th- these corporations, they're risky to be invested in. Because, mate, if you're going to be invested in something, yep. don't you want to be invested in the big greedy corporation big, greedy that all they care about is making a profit? If, yeah. if they're driven purely by, again, there's, there's all sorts of separate issues here about, you know, being a responsible member of the, you know, blah, blah, blah all the rest yep. of it. For, forget, putting all that aside... Just in terms of dollar returns, if if you can be invested in in these companies that are their whole reason for existence is to maximise profits mm. for shareholders, of which you can be one. All they do, all the people that work there, they don't wake up and think, you know, in the example there of of if you're invested in a bank, they don't wake every day and think, how can we be the best bank in Australia? They wake up every day and think. How can we maximise profits for shareholders? If that means yep. that we buy the bank next door because they're a better bank than us, then that's what we'll do. And yeah, that's that- what they do. And, and I mean, like, um, I've, I've had some questions recently over China. You know, yeah, China's yeah. obviously knocking back our yeah, yeah exports. our exports, yeah. and people go, "Oh, how's it going to affect that company?" And I said, "Well, they'll just export to someone else. Yeah, yeah. Or they'll stop that. Yep. And they'll do something else. Like they'll reallocate that. Yeah. So at the moment, they." Yeah, it's, exporting it's, to China, it's, but it's interesting. But, but interesting you say that. I had lunch with uh, a, a mate, a, a friend of a friend. I had lunch with a friend, and he had a mate with him six months ago, and um, he he had a had a exporting. This is like what's the, the Seinfeld the import exporting business? And he was no, yeah. he's, he's uh, works in in exporting uh, produce, and and this yep. was a conversation we had six months ago. Where he he knew this was on the horizon. He he was saying. Mm. Look, there's all sorts of noise coming out of China. We don't, we're not, we're starting to push some of the, you know, we're starting to open up into different markets, even though they might be slightly less profitable right now because yep. we can sort of see that there's something coming up, you know, and we're, we're a bit worried about the political climate there, all these sorts of things. And exactly that, like six months later, we're reading newspapers going, oh, this is a problem. Mate, this bloke's whole whole go in life, every every waking minute of his working day is spent thinking about how could things go wrong and, and the constructive paranoia of how do I make sure that I keep making money. Now yep. his was a small his was his own private business, but the same concept applies there for yeah, if he worked for a, a big company, his whole his his whole career depends on his ability to take in all that data about what's there and and that's, you know, your title of the podcast, Rationality Under Uncertainty. Yep. The uncertainty is consistent. The uncertainty never goes away. The uncertainty is always there. His job is to is to use that data and make the rational decision, the best decision that he can with the data that he has at that point in time. Yeah. You know, it's not to say that it'll always be right. No. It can't, you know, he, he might have been wrong. He, he might have turned around six months' time and said, oh, well, actually China's opened everything back up and I've, all I've done is miss out on a few profits and, wasted some time opening up other markets that I didn't need to. But mm. he he is and all of the people involved in running a profitable business, all they are thinking about all the time is how to best maximize profits over the long term. Yeah, and they and they and they reallocate very, very quickly. Yeah. And they make decisions that that 
result in their not only their survival but their their flourish yes. flourishing yeah uh, flourishment flourish yep. yeah <laughs> there are, um so so uh, you know and if we go back through history so I, I guess I say here look at history not the headlines yep. so um you know if you go back through history we've seen countless countless wars. Hmm. Um, Nick Murray, who's a, a really big mentor of ours, uh, was born in 1943. I've heard him say this yeah, before. Right. And he said the S&P 500 was 12 yeah. on that day that he was born in yeah, 1943. Not, not, not now, 1943 was right in the middle of the yeah, World exactly. War II. Yeah. So um, the S&P 500, the largest 500 companies in America were 12 yeah. uh, that day. So t- think of that as uh, $12 per share. Yeah. Um, so I don't get into trouble. I'm just looking up the the actual today. <laughs> so on the uh, so on the twenty first of on the twenty first of July two thousand and twenty two, they are three thousand nine hundred and fifty nine. Yeah. Think of that as them having grown from twelve dollars per share yeah. to three thousand nine hundred and fifty nine dollars yeah. per share. In recent times, they've been higher than that. Yeah. And that's what everyone looks at. Yes. I mean, people yeah. don't look at the fact that over, yeah. you know, right in the middle of World War Two, they were $12 per share. Yep. And, um, and, and in the middle of the conflict, which, you know, between Russia and, and the Ukraine, the war in, in Ukraine, yep. they're at $3,959 per share. People look at the fact that on uh, the 1st of January yep. this year, they are at $4,796 per share. So yep. they say, well, they've fallen. Yep. Yeah. You know, Yeah, $800 per share. Yeah, and then they say these are uncertain times. These are uncertain times. There's nothing more uncertain than 1943. 1943, there's nothing more uncertain. Yeah. Since then, we've had countless spouts of high inflation, countless wars. uh, wars, Pandemics. Pandemics, terrorist attacks, um, uh, recessions, depression. Oh, no, no depressions, I think, but but recessions. Yeah. In that period of time, just in that one man's lifespan. Yeah. And this doesn't include dividends. If we rolled back the dividends, that figure would become astronomical. Yeah. But just the share prices have yeah. gone from $12 per share to $3,959 per share. So that's history. Yeah. That's not a headline. That is history. Yeah. Um, we look to history. We would say to people, look more to history, not to headlines. Thank you for listening to the Money Over 50 podcast with Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. For more information and resources, visit the Money Over 50 website, mo50.com.au. We look forward to catching up again soon.